Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We've had a load of Dan Carlin fans were like writing on our videos going, I've listened to Dan Carlin for 10 years. I've never heard of these two fucking bums. <laughs> Listen, are we newer to the arena than Dan Carlin? Yeah. Yes. Is he more informed than we are? No. Possibly. Pretend, I don't know. I wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want to have a quiz off. But no, they were very angry. Very angry with us. for right. uh, Dan Carlin's been like going longer than you guys have. Like, yeah. Taking, taking it all very, very literally. Well, what's funny, yeah. They said one guy went, Dan Carlin's going way longer than you guys. And it's like. I think you're missing the... I don't think that's the problem, you know? I think the fact that we know absolutely fucking nothing and he's... Way, it's, it's not the length of what yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. doing. It's, it's every second of what we've been doing compared to him. <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> but they got so angry. I didn't know there was, like, history fans, like fans of historians. And now we're in that world. <laughs> Not doing well within it. We're doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm okay. sure garnering respect. There's at least you know people who go, oh, the year is has come out. May as well put it on. The year is with Red and Bobby. Welcome to the Year Is Podcast, the podcast where every episode, me, Bobby Mayer, and my co-host, Red Richardson, we travel back to a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, the strangest things from that year. Uh, So, first, what we do, if you haven't listened before, we have a lot of new listeners, some new patrons, very exciting. Mm -hmm. We just talk about what's going on with us. We, we ease into it. Well, I, I actually want to ask a question of our listeners. Why? I have quit sugar for a week, 10 days, and I've been working out every day, but I weigh more than I did 10 days ago. <laughs> what is going on? Genuinely, that's a problem. Why? What else have you been eating, though? Not like, literally, just genuinely chicken and salad. I don't know what it is. Did you quit smoking? No, I still smoke. Smoking less? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But like when I want a tub of ice cream now, I have a cigarette. (laughs) But smoking's got nothing to do with your weight. No, but if you quit smoking, you put on weight. Yeah. Usually people. Well, because you eat more. But I've not been eating sugar. I've been eating protein. What the fuck is happening? Maybe. But I think. Protein might put on weight more than sugar. Yeah, but it's not fat. So maybe I'm just becoming muscle. Jody, what do you reckon? Maybe you need to eat even less. 
No, because it's not. I'm well, not... obviously, that's the answer. No, because. If, if you keep putting on weight, even though you're working out, the answer is clearly eat less. Or, or my fat's being turned into muscle. That's another option. Jody, what do you think? Uh, I don't know what I think. I Google says the answer is simple. Uh, you weren't allowed to eat anything with sugar, so you reach for other high-calorie foods to satisfy the craving. Um, it's likely due to water retention from all the salt. That's That won't be it. <laughs> that won't be it because I'm not eating salty foods. I'm eating meat and veg. You've Googled the wrong thing. Google, I'm working out, but I put on weight. I don't think you very, understand what's going on. Specific <laughs> yeah, Red Richardson. Why is no, that just say, Red Richardson? Just Google, I think we'll Google, need like, the new AI search engine for this specific search. Google, well, why I, I'm working out, why am I putting on weight and eating well? Why am I putting on weight? It's nothing to do with salt. I know what I'm eating. <laughs> I'm eating chicken and veg with no, that's not high in salt. It's not like I'm just eating crisps now. Muscle mass is denser than fat mess and you'll undoubtedly gain weight from lean muscle gain. That's all we needed to hear from the start, <laughs> Jody. That's how you should have answered from the start. We have it here. Lean muscle. There we go. How's your workouts going, Bobby? Well, I was I was killing it, and then I got uh, like a stomach bug, and I just spent two days uh, laying in bed. Nice. And so I couldn't work out and didn't eat for two days. So now the prospect of going back to a gym is horrific. <laughs> yeah. And what, you're going in like four times a week? Yeah, but it's going to be... What are you doing? What sort of... Well, I did, I did, uh, I did like a circuits class which is i just give up after like 20 minutes and then i did strength training a couple strength training then i was supposed to do pilates but i was late but when I, <laughs> I, I got the wrong time when i looked in it was just 20 women like in unison moving and i was like that me being there would have ruined um, the aesthetic of that class you're working out like a trophy wife is yeah, yeah. I realized. You know, he does the same classes the classes <laughs> i did it because i know i'd go if there's classes i the classes are all trophy wives yeah, of course, he's staying in shape to keep and the oligarch happy. The great thing about being there is, I think, because I had the, uh, I just shaved, but I had the big beard last week. Yeah. And the guy, I forgot a water bottle two days in a row, but whatever. And then the guy had an extra water bottle. He's like, oh, you want this? I'm like, yeah. Then he's like, do you have one? I was like, do I have one what? He's like, do you have a water bottle? He thought I was like homeless and somehow like scrounged together the last yeah. of my money to pay an extortion amount of money to make sure I exercise. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm some homeless guy that doesn't have a water bottle. It's like, listen, buddy, your classes are not for the poor. No, like, that's no. not what this is. <laughs> yes. Do you get on with the trophy wives then? We don't speak much. We'll exchange no. weights. Well, they've got nothing to gain from you. No, no. That'd be funny if you just started hanging out and you became like a sex in the should city for, group. Should we go for coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that? I can't believe it. Yeah. Why would he do that? Take half. Yeah. Mm. You're, you're with half. Half. Um, we are reaching the age now where there's a lot of uh, divorces. Yeah. Any, any of your friends got divorced? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't think it's gone through yet, but yeah, they have, yeah. One of my good friends is getting going through a breakup. It's I mean, 40 should be the time, shouldn't it? Tiger Woods is my good friend. Oh, is Tiger Woods your good friend? Okay. What's yeah. happened to him? Well... Is he, he didn't get married again. No, he didn't get married, but he's been with his girlfriend since, I think, 2017. And I don't think relationships are for him. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, I'm worried that I'm going to say this story, but then by the time this comes out, something weird about Tiger Woods will have came out, but... Just know I'm saying this before anything weird has came out. Yeah. So 
he said to his girlfriend, hey, we're, we should go on vacation. <laughs> oh, no. And she said, okay. So uh, I guess he got his people to, like, take her to the airport, thinking he was coming along later or something because he's a busy guy, as Tiger Woods. Then uh, she got to the airport, and they just said to her, yeah, you don't live with Tiger anymore. She's like, what? Like, yeah, you don't live with Tiger anymore. Gave her a couple days at a hotel. Sent her on her way. Wait, so he didn't even tell her himself? No. He just got his man to do it? Yeah. So they went on holiday. Didn't even go to holiday. Got to the airport. Oh. Tricked her to think she was going on holiday to kick her out. Oh, my God. But it's God. like... And then just... But I suppose if you have the team, you know, Here's why the... am I paying all these people? Okay. It's a ho- horrible thing to have to dump someone. No. If you have enough money, you can get <laughs> you someone can else to do someone it. someone else to dump them for you. <laughs> the thing is, the pro- I would say the main problem would be, though, that Tiger Woods mm. has been with this woman since 2017. Within that time. Tough lockdown. Within that time, he crashed his car, almost mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Didn't get charged with drinking and driving, but was, I would say, clearly fucked limit. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was driving twice the speed limit at 7 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a yeah. residential street at 7 a.m. He was going You're twice the speed limit. You're not going to Whole Foods at that time yeah. <laughs> at that speed, are you? <laughs> so, um, so she knows where the bodies are buried. Yeah. And he got her to sign an NDA at the, Amazing. Begin- at the beginning of the relationship. NDA, first day. Mm. However... There's been a new law passed in uh, nationwide in America yeah. that says if you've been a victim of sexual harassment or sexual assault, mm. then NDAs are no longer valid. Okay. Sexual harassment in a relationship, quite vague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a sex addict. He, I would, I would, I listen, very litigious people, the Woods, the Woods yeah. team. But I would venture to say, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> very litigious. <laughs> Fuck, couldn't even get him breathalyzed when he was going. Like, the yeah. cops couldn't breathalyze him when he was going twice the speed limit. He's very. Litig- well, he's so up there. Yeah, yeah. He's a billionaire. So anyways. he could probably kill her, like OJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Get away with it. He's that powerful. He's OJ level. Yeah. But so now she's mm. saying, I think the NDA should be broken mm. because of uh, some. But she hasn't said what. Of course what. you do. But uh. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, see what happens. He'll, he'll he'll ride the storm. He's too in American culture, you know. That, yeah, nobody wants Tiger Woods to be not Tiger Woods. No. Do you remember when the whole cheating thing happened? And he got he, he got his whole family and did that press conference. Yeah. and said sorry to Nike. <laughs> <laughs> they stood by him. The only ones who did. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing them today, out of respect for their loyalty. To Tiger. Yeah, to Tiger. <laughs> I love that. That story's great. When his ex-wife attacked him in his car with a golf club. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. What was she called? Erin Nordigin or something. She did all right. She, was she a... got 350 million. Listen, she was a nanny. Yeah. She had two kids with Tiger Woods. Now she lives in a mansion in Florida. She has 350 million pounds. That's not so bad. Yeah. Most people whose husbands cheat on them... Don't end up with three hundred and fifty million. Can you imagine the when new... they start as a nanny? Of course, the new man must be like in such a good, like he's just with her, and she's like, "Oh, I have trust issues. I promise you won't cheat on me." It's like, look, <laughs> I'm, there's no way you're an attractive lady with three hundred and fifty. There's just it's not. Yeah, that's not. I am not Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not nearly as talented enough to cheat on you. <laughs> but yeah, he was prolific. He just shouldn't get married. I think he felt like, he, oh, this is what you do. You know, one of those people just enters into it and you go, mm, just be DiCaprio, maybe move the age up a bit, but you know, just be that guy. <laughs> DiCaprio never married, did he? No, not at all. He's never had like long, long girlfriends. I do long. I long for something really weird to come out mm. about him, though. Well, there's all the rumors. The rumors. Can you, if you say rumors, does it make you just completely unsuable? I, like, I don't think. Have so. I taught myself? That? I'm not sure. Like, people just go allegedly, and then it's like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. fine. But there's the whale music rumor that he sleeps with women, um, insists on it being from behind, and he wears noise cancelling headphones and listens to whale music. And I've heard that from many people who work in the biz. All with the same story. So there you go. Talking of the biz, I'm a TV star now. I was on set yesterday. Don't say what, because I feel like you, you know, mm. I feel like a lot of the success of this show airing mm. and doing well is the surprise of you being in it. Okay, I won't say what it is. Because, you know? Mm, well, I, then that's completely wrong. But um, I got a car there from Picked Up. From my house at 5 a.m. Red paid a friend to pick him up. No. <laughs> you, paid, you paid a friend to drive you. That's my sad. My my cab was, I stood on the on the road and I, I waved it down. It was a giant red cab. Was it an Uber, though? No, no. It was, Did they just no, it was a black cab. A black cab. And they got a nice Irish guy. His mum had been rushed to hospital and just had happened and really wanted to talk about it. So we were chatting about that. And how how she? She thinks she's right. He kept on being on the phone to, on hold to the hospital because her care home had sent her there. And so, I said, "How is she?" Because she's been vomiting blood. And I went, "Oh, that's oh." So you could have got a bus, and he could have went and saw his mom. But for your ego, he no, had to, TV he had to has his, to be made. He had to miss his last moments <laughs> with his mother. No. So you had a comfier <laughs> ride to set. TV, I, I had to, you know. No, I didn't. I didn't think about that. You actually. didn't think about the idea that you could say, hey, man, actually, you know what? Why don't you go be with your mom? I'll just get a bus. Well, he was working. You know, I don't know. It's, <laughs> is that what would have happened? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Was he going there immediately after he dropped you No, off? he said he wasn't going over. Oh, he was okay. waiting to hear. He didn't wait, that Waiting much. to hear what was going on. And then uh, I turn up. I'd been offered the role of a stripper in this show. And I said no. They wanted me in Speedos, cowboy boots. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. And instantly was uh, they said, why did you turn down the role of stripper? And I said, because I will not let you guys mess with my dignity anymore. And then 20 minutes later, I was dressed as Elsa from Frozen, which is a slight improvement on being a stripper. But what I realized is when you're on a TV set, people treat you with so much more respect than they do in stand-up. Like, there's an awe. All the people who were working on it and stuff, or, like, people who were extras and stuff, they assume all they have to see is, like, a a sandwich or a catering truck, and they go, oh, you must be something. Whereas in comedy, it can say, the comedy store. There can be a microphone. You can be brought on as the first comedian, and everyone still sits there and goes, not sure yet. Yeah, I, I get to gig sometimes, and the worst is the bouncer will be like, why are you here? Yeah. And, and I'm, oh, I'm a comedian on the show. And then they go, let me check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, we both work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't work what, here any more than I work here. About? We both are now employees of this establishment. But there's something about 
I don't know that people, and it's so funny, this old, older man came up to me and he said, um, he was an actor in it, and he goes, I know I was with Alfie Brown, he's been a guest on his show. Um, Alfie wasn't there, and he goes, I know Alfie's face, and I know Alfie's name, but I don't know your face, and I don't know your name. That's a great thing. <laughs> and I said, cool. And then he said, can we have a selfie? And I was like, um, yeah. So we took a picture. Then he, he sent the picture to me on uh, Insta saying, great to meet you. And I was like, thanks for the uh, weirdest negging of all time. He was, a, he was an extra. Well, an actor. He was an actor. I feel like he was probably a professional extra because that sounds like mm. an extra energy. Yeah. Extras are the most desperate people yeah, but, always. But it was kind of just this, but like you felt the need to say, I don't know. You want. And then he came up to me later and went, you do deadpan comedy. And I said, I maybe, yeah. And he goes, Alfie's way more energetic than you. And I, why don't you go fucking marry Alfie? <laughs> Literally. Why don't you go and pull Alfie's pants down and give him a blowjob? Leave me alone. No, he was a nice guy in the end. He's probably going to listen to this. I feel like maybe, come up. yeah. He goes, oh, he's got a podcast. That's quite good. It's good to listen to podcasts. I'm really depressed because my wife has left me. I'll just walk down to the sea and listen. But yeah, so if you're at a gig, show some respect <laughs> to the comics, please. I do kind of enjoy being ill. Why? <laughs> I think I'm just at an age mm. where the, mo- the biggest stress in my life isn't one thing. It's just the constant busyness, the tedious busyness yeah, yeah, there's so much of to adult do. life. Mm. And mm. when you're ill, you get to cancel all your plans. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I would rather my body is in agony mm. yeah. than my mind has to do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that trade-off. Yeah. I, it made me envious of the chronically ill. That, <laughs> what, because nothing's expected? <laughs> nothing's expected. Mm, you don't get mm. to achieve anything. But also, do you have to? <laughs> I like I I long, I long for something that just takes me out of the game. <laughs> Some infectious disease where my fingers fall off and my eyes fall out of my head, and I'm just a husk of a man. Maybe just I still so have... You have to go to a birthday party. Just so I... <laughs> Don't get dragged around to make <laughs> small talk with all the acquaintances. I t- I don't want that, but I could do with another lockdown. Yeah. Just a nice two weeker, you know. I didn't think of that. That's maybe that's better. Mm, yeah, <laughs> maybe just that's a, a better lockdown. solution. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why don't you just go on holiday? I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't think you need terminal illness. I think you just need a break. Oh, <laughs> maybe I'm longing. Oh, we're going. I haven't told you. We're going on holiday. Where? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, we're going to uh, Tenerife. Nice. It'll be hot there as well. Uh, yeah, it's the closest, hottest place. A bit 23. Amazing. And so what, you, Harriet and Mabel? Or you and the girls from Zumba? <laughs> Me and the Zumba girls. <laughs> Me and the Zumba girls, we've just decided to let our hair down. and you Fuck know, the, your husbands. The, we're going on a break. The boys aren't coming. They've got to work. They've is, got is bi- your man coming? No, but his plastic is. They've got big cases coming up yeah. in their corporate law jobs. And hey, mm-hmm. guess what? We take care of the kids 24-7. Yep. They can see what it's like for a week. We take care of the kids with the, the four people you hire as well yes the nannies technically take care of the kids mm-hmm. while we work out but yeah. so yeah we're going on vacation we're sipping on our margaritas 
and our lattes. Watch out for the salt in them. Yeah. That's... Make you fat and Jody will judge you. Get judged by Jody. <laughs> judge Jody. <laughs> judge, judge Jody. What an unsatisfying show that would be. The you most... have to sleep with me. <laughs> That's always the sentence. The, the, the judge Jody is a creep. How has that not been a porn parody yet? What, Did we Jody? just stumble upon the only thing that hasn't been a porn parody? Well, we've got three cameras and no women. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good for me and you. <laughs> or someone say it's looking very good for me, not you. <laughs> Josh, Josh, Jody, I think you, you guys should make up by fucking each other. That's every, every, That's every, every uh, yeah, okay, I get that he stole your car and then brought it back and it was broken, but I think you should let him go down on you. Here. Judge Jody declares it. <laughs> ding, ding. ding. Yeah, instead of a little conk, he's got like a, a, a strap on or something. <laughs> Just a, a wooden dildo. <laughs> yeah, ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> Ju- Judge Jody needs to see it. <laughs> Just to make sure it happens. I want to watch the sentence get carried out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's, a, that's enough of this week. <laughs> what year are we going back to? Well, is a good question. Who knows? We never know, do we? We just get in the time machine. Okay, so I decided we should go back to a time, a simpler time. Well, actually, I really wanted to go back to this time because it was uh, there's this story, this 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 story in the news this mm. week about how Rishi Sunak wants to kill all the immigrants, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you know, if they come across in boats, then they're allowed to be. Mm trafficked and he won't help them <laughs> like yeah yeah because he's just a great guy so just i just found this story i just made me think like ugh, what a gross place this is and i stumbled upon the first opium war <laughs> which was started in uh 1839 that's where we're going and that's where we're going mm. to 1839 now if you're wondering what's the first opium war well the first opium war was China decided, because opium was ravaging the Chinese population. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting addicted. They're all junkies. So China banned the export of opium because it was British traders, a.k.a. dealers, selling the opium to Chinese people. I don't know how that was what was happening, but that's what was happening. So China decided, hey, we're going to get rid. Mm-hmm. We're going to stop this. <clears throat> and then Britain went to war with China to make them keep selling opium because that was Britain's biggest profit maker in the 19th century. Okay. You will continue to do smack. And they did. Fuck. They beat him and made him keep selling heroin. Oh, my God. Isn't that great? Yeah. Isn't that just such a like? Also, I think you're being a bit harsh because opium back then was slightly different, wasn't it? It was a softer high. It was a softer high, I hear. I, I don't think it was the same as, you know, train spotting. I think it was... A lot of our poets used to smoke opium. Yeah, I, I do maybe. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, but, like, weed is a soft high, but it still ruins can ruin someone's life. Yeah. Anything can, you know. Mm-mm-mm. But I, I just... It just made me smile. What, that we, we just went, no, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's like Colombia going, we do not want to sell cocaine co- We don't want to manufacture any more like, cocaine. No, no, you're going to. No, you, you, we need it. Yeah, Britain was just the Pablo Escobar. Of the world. Of the, of the world. Keep that opium flowing. We're mm-hmm. making good coin with it. Do not stop the party. Yeah. I get it, though. It probably was a good. Also, it's 1839. What's the fucking point in not doing it? Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel like the point, is, it's it's a lot harder. You have to really have your wits about you more than today yeah, to stay alive. Yeah, it's so bleak. You're lucky if you live past 10 and you're like, well, may as well just have a have a good time. And What was the life expectancy? Sort of 50? I don't know if they bothered to figure that out. Mm. 1839 wouldn't have been that bad. Probably higher than that. But, you know, still, it's like... It's like I watched the you and Tim talking about how no one in this room would have been alive in 1906 or 1902. So I think if you make it and you like look outside, there's shit in the streets, sewers. This is pre-Jack the Ripper era, isn't it? Yeah. But this, so, yeah. And you're sort of like, oh, this is horrible. I may as well just smoke a bit of opium and these... The, the Chinese are just trying to stop the party. And would Britain you have like, made it? What? We never. No, I was very malnourished as a child. I went to hospital um, it's really twice. The other way. I know. <laughs> well, this is me just being terrified. It's uh, PTSD. No, I went to hospital twice with dehydration. At what age? Three, two. Okay. I would have been dead. Sick little boy. Did they put you on IV and stuff? I think so. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think they did. You just wouldn't drink or what? No, I just threw up everything. Okay. So I think if to survive, I'd have to be like fucking Queen Victoria's favorite son. So you know, you... they'd bring in like Rasputin for me to survive. <laughs> <laughs> There'd have to be some some evil magic, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, yeah, never would rue the day. But um, no, I think I would have died. But I do think with those things, like would you, I would have drank so much more in medieval times. You must, you know what I mean? Like, if you're 1302, would you not just go, what's the point? Yeah. But then I suppose, you, as we've said before, you don't know what life would be better. I don't know. But everything is hard. You're literally relying on the weather to eat. Yeah. And all you want to do is just get high at night after the hard day in the fields and smoke some opium. And China wants to stop China that. wants to stop the party. Again, restricting freedoms. So I think they're the bad guys. I've just thought of a buddy comedy idea. Even in 1839. James Franco, were... Seth Rogen go to China. Try and stop them from stopping the party. In 1839. <laughs> yeah. Set in 1830. That'd be a great movie. Yeah. Uh, well, they already did North Korea. That didn't go well. Oh, did it even come out? It did come out, but not really a big theatrical release. Mm, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kim Jong-un's dudes, they hacked into Sony and uh, released all their emails and pretty much said something horrible will happen to you if you release yeah. this movie. Well, all just your emails getting released. Can yeah. you imagine your WhatsApp's getting leaked? It's, it's I think so they probably, terrifying. they started with email mm-hmm. and then they went, the WhatsApps are next. Well, Matt Hancock's, I can't actually work out which ones are real or not on Twitter because everything's so like, you know, people Photoshop stuff. For... Yeah. Oh, the thought of my WhatsApp's getting leaked <laughs> is one of my deepest fears and I'm sure it's many, many people's. You're like, oh. Because it sort of feels like this fake world where you can just be like a really nasty version of yourself. <laughs> but it's not. I always forget to reply to WhatsApp messages. I'm like the most apathetic WhatsApp yeah. user. And if I get put in a group, I don't speak. Yeah, It's more yeah. because I don't... Ad- I get me getting When I get added to a WhatsApp group, I'm just like, oh, mm, no. Mm. I, like, I like being mean. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I actually need to do it in person. And you don't want to leave a carbon footprint. I you, well, it's I I don't think I'm that intentional. I think it's more. Yeah, okay. I don't get anything out of it unless I see someone laughing or yeah or crying. You know, I need to see a reaction in person. I was reading about some uh, mafia family called the Patriarch Family from Detroit, and. They are still, like, the dad was in charge for, like, 60 years, never went to jail. His son is still in charge. But the reason, like, he, when he had meetings with people, he'd insist that you'd walk into the sea up to here and then chat. Yeah. So just no chance. So if you ever want to talk business, it's like, no, nope, into the sea. And then you wade out with him and you're like, right, we've got seven trucks of stolen, you know, whatever. Do you want to do business? But he never got caught. Never got caught. So maybe we should all quit WhatsApp, but if you want to slag someone off, you just go, hey, can I talk to you? And then you just drive them to the beach, walk into the scene and go, I don't like James. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way about it. Because you do worry someone might leak this, you know? Uh, that would be actually, and maybe I've heard this somewhere before, it mm. feels familiar as I'm thinking it. Yeah. So if it is someone else's bit, I apologize. Steal it. Oh, that's the, the other thing the guy said to me. He's like, you ever plagiarized jokes? And I was like, what the fuck is that about? And the guy from the extra from the... It was just such a weird... And I went, what? How do you... It seems like you know me and don't like me already. It's like, who are you? Anyway, yeah, go on. He sounds like a cool guy. Um, if Russia wants to destroy the West... Try. All you have to do is hack WhatsApp. And release everyone's WhatsApps yeah. into public. We go, sorry, Ukraine, you're on your own. And all of the West <laughs> will implode yeah. within a week. Oh, we'd, we'd be like, just take Ukraine. You could have bloody France while you're at it. <laughs> they just have to be like, if you if you <laughs> keep giving weapons to Ukraine, we will release yeah. everyone's WhatsApps. Rishi's, mine, yours, Biden's. Rishi Sunak would literally, within 10 minutes, he'd be on TV holding a national address the hammer and sickle yeah and he go hello everyone what i've realized is there's a lot of fake news about putin going around <laughs> he's actually a fucking good guy i think the only one would be safe is biden because he definitely is not mm. sending out any of his own text messages no i don't think he knows what a phone is at the moment <laughs> you know <laughs> probably just a deer in headlines on his grandson's like toy kids phone where's the whatsapp kid <laughs> I need to ring president, you know, whatever, just like on his on a child's phone. They're like, oh, no, this is really bad. What did he say the other day? He did a similar one to the you're not black if you don't vote for me. Do you remember when he did that? Yeah. He spoke to Charlemagne and went, if you're black and you vote, uh, you, you vote Trump, you ain't black. And everyone was like, oh. <laughs> And then he did a similar thing like that today. I can't remember what it was. He's quite entertaining, though. They need an actual president soon because it's been like six years <laughs> of no actual real person in charge. Have you ever tried opium, Jody? I did. The first Glastonbury I was at, I was walking past someone they were selling opium truffles. Mm. So, yeah, I, I bought some opium truffles and we so all kind of sat. got fat and high. <laughs> yeah. All just sat around in a tent for quite a while smoking yeah, opium and spliffs, yeah. And if the Chinese had come and tried to stop that, what would you have done to them, Jody? Gone to war. <laughs> yeah, he would have done that. He yeah, in the middle of Glastonbury. He would have mounted yeah. them like a dog <laughs> and bitten their cheek. <laughs> How was the high, Jody? Yeah, it was very good. I can see why people 
do it and it gets quite popular. Yeah. Mm. Did you go, oh, I could do with a bit more of that when it was gone? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, where can I get some more of this? Yeah. That would have been good. I had a very strange um, thing happen. Like, obviously, I had some left and we went to stay at a friend's obviously, house. Obviously, I had some yeah. left. <laughs> some left? Serve it. Yeah. Who does... Drugs and has some leftover. I know it's a weird one when people uh, yeah, got order. a bit of coke left. I've <laughs> never had any coke yeah. left in my life. Oh no, yeah, coke is is, is like that. Um, yeah, we were staying at a friend's like house, like out in the country, and they had a a big uh, trampoline. So me and my fr- me and a couple of mates was yeah sitting smoking in the middle of the night. And there was like some big boarding school um, out in like another field. So we wandered over there very very high and then just well not hundreds but tens of just like i guess 10 year old 12 year old spanish children came and swarmed us it was just like really weird they were like on, on like a school trip but it was really really bizarre thing to happen obviously where then, were you uh, uh suffolk what and just these kids yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah what did they do to you they didn't do anything. It was just like, oh, who, who are you? But we, we obviously, we just, okay, we probably shouldn't be here. Was well, so tripping back. out? Yeah, yeah. It was a very, very strange thing to happen. <laughs> like, okay, we should probably leave now. Maybe they weren't even there, Jody. No, it was, it was unless it was a shared trip, I don't think. Okay, yeah. everyone, yeah. everyone heard. Yeah. Maybe the f- friends you were with weren't there either. <laughs> <laughs> In 1839, slaves aboard the Amistad rebel and capture the ship. Yeah, not a good day for the captain, isn't it? Again, red sticks with this thing. <laughs> no, no, empathizing. No, with I'm not empathizing at all. Owners. I'm not empathizing. He, I can just imagine him going, "This is exactly what I wanted not to happen." <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but no, that must have been because imagine you're fucking. Why do your thoughts instantly go to the? But he's been so evil to these people, and now they've got him. He must have been like, "Oh no!" I don't think he had much time to think about it. Well, they should have made it drag out. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm, that's This is a good story. Why is there not a film about it? Maybe there is. Have you seen the film? Is it called Amistad? Uh, Amistad. Amistad. There is a film about this. Have exactly. you seen Amistad? No. Really? No, I read the book. Uh, <laughs> the book? <laughs> yeah, by J.K. Rowling. Um, do you, do you, yeah. Weirdly, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know it, but trans people were the slave masters. <laughs> Who knew? I wasn't sure. There was that a joke about Amistad. I swear, I watched it in English at school. Okay, no, it, it, it was a joke. Okay, sometimes I'm a Johnny... lot of steps ahead of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That extra was onto something, maybe. What? I'm a genius. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. very, very dry jokes. He yeah, said. Yeah. Mm. That's the thing. I plant them, and then everyone goes and they go. I love watching. Ah, callback. It's, I, I was watching my Tamagotchis think I'm stupid when actually I'm just the puppet master. Very interesting. But this, this guy, I went on his Instagram and there's a video of him with a lightsaber acting and fighting another guy. Okay. But it's really high budget. Well, not high budget, but like high CGI. And Is like, he in Star Wars? He's not in Star Wars. No, no. Because he wouldn't be on the show I was on yesterday if he'd been in Star Wars. But it's like, what's going on? What is happening? <laughs> I don't think it actually costs as much money as you might Maybe think. Maybe not. And honestly, to make it look like a lightsaber battle is happening. They're literally just 
all it is is it's probably really Jody could probably do it now. They just one's got a green light and the other's got a blue. I think that's a pretty easy effect. Yeah, like that's in pro- 1972, I would have gone wow, but maybe not now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fucking weird. That would have been amazing because that would have been five years before Star Wars came out. Yeah, that's why that would have been. Wow. That would have been mind blowing. You know, what's this? Do you know when George Lucas showed Star Wars to his mates, like the first cut, and they were like, "Mate, this is the end." Because <laughs> they're just like, "What is this? Everything looks shit." And they, the, the lightsabers were like brooms still, and everyone just went, "This is so bad. Cut your losses. Put it straight out to whatever, and just leave it." Well, I hope you stop talking to those people. Yeah, well, I probably would have been one of them. I'm usually a naysayer, man. <laughs> Anytime I see someone go, God, they're awful at comedy. Two minutes later, they're doing the Wembley Arena. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, maybe it's me. So, in August 1839, a U.S. brig came across the schooner Amistad off the coast of Long Island, New York. Aboard the Spanish ship were a group of Africans who had been captured and sold illegally as enslaved workers in Cuba. The enslaved Africans then revolted at sea and won control of the Amistad from their captors. U.S. authorities seized the ship and imprisoned the Africans, beginning a legal and diplomatic drama that would shake the foundations of the nation's government and bring the explosive issue of slavery to the forefront of American politics. Now, the story begins in February 1839 when Portuguese slave hunters abducted hundreds of Africans. Slave hunter. Imagine being a stand-up comedian then doing crowd work. What'd you do? I'm a slave hunter. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's, okay. Yeah. And is this your wife? Are you, you a couple? <laughs> yeah, I think you'd move on quick. That would be where you go. Oh, God. Yeah, but then the guy next to him is like, I do illegal abortions. And... Well, that's a good guy. That's, that's a good guy. I'm but... okay with that guy. Yeah, no, that's a good guy. What's? Just... I don't think people shout that, though, because if abortions are illegal, but I mean, you usually don't shout that you're doing the illegal Illegal abortion's thing. a good guy, but it's not good for cop. You know, what did you do with him? Have you done any good ones recently? You know what I'd say back to him? Well, you're not good at keeping a fucking secret, are you? Yeah, that's Boom. true. Boom, got him. Boom. <laughs> okay, it's over. <laughs> Move on. Move on, yeah. So. So Portuguese slave hunters abducted hundreds of Africans from Mendeland in present-day Sierra Leone and transported them to Cuba, then a Spanish colony. Though the U.S., Britain, and Spain, and other European powers had abolished the importation of slaves by that time, the transatlantic slave trade continued illegally, and Havana was an important slave trading hub. So the Spanish plantation owners... Pedro Montez and Jose Ruiz purchased 53 of their captives as slaves, including 49 adult males and four children, three of them girls. On June 28th, Montez and Ruiz and the 53 Africans set sail from Havana on the Amistad for Porto Principal, where the two Spaniards own plantations. Okay. Yeah, so they're all aboard. They're all aboard. And it is not a cruise. Dude! Several days into the journey, one of the Africans, Senge Pia, also known as Joseph Sink, managed to unshackle himself and his fellow captives. That's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Imagine the feeling when you just, like, fucking get the the lockout. And then just this pasty, sunburnt white guy who's probably been walking around past you flicking your dick for a week. Yeah. And you just get the chain around his neck and just squeeze his eyeballs out of his head. They seized control of the Amistad, killing its Spanish captain and the ship's cook. Mm-hmm, mm. Well, a cook, I don't know, but I guess, you know, 
think he's making paninis. <laughs> I gave you the food. I gave you the food. Come on. Yeah. I cook for you. I cook for yeah. them. I'm a neutral party. Who's going to make shepherd's pie when I'm gone? <laughs> you don't know how to cook this food. This isn't your kind of food. Come on. You need I mean, me. The cook doesn't deserve it, but I don't know, though. What, well, I don't know. I think do you, you kill the cook? I wouldn't. I'd leave I'd the cook. Pr- at that point, I'd probably kill the cook. I think I'd, you'd be in a bit of a frenzy. I think you'd be pretty angry. I'd probably kill the captain's kids. You know what I mean? Because they'd come in going, nah, 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 you can't get me. Yeah, I, I, listen, kill them all. Fuck yeah, them. Fuck at that point, <laughs> fuck them. Dead. <laughs> so, oh, to be fair, uh, the, the, the cook who had taunted the captives by telling them that they would be killed and eaten when they got to the plantation. Well, there well, we go. He completed <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He fucking deserves He it. had it coming for sure. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking asshole. He'd go and burritos and go, hmm? <laughs> killed and eaten. Yeah. Yeah, you totally had it coming. Oh, good, good, good. They should have boiled his head in the pot. <laughs> so in need of navigation, the Africans ordered Montez and Ruiz, so he mm-hmm. kept them alive, to turn the ship eastward back to Africa. That's smart. So it keeps the two... Keeps the two plantation owners. But the Spaniards secretly changed course at night, and instead the Amistad sailed through the Caribbean and up the eastern coast of the United States. Well, what was stupid, though, is they actually sailed it so far north. You know what I mean? Yeah, to the Arctic. No, not to the Arctic. To fucking, like, Boston or wherever it came aboard. Okay, so they didn't, uh, they didn't go, like, past They the didn't north. go to, like, Texas. Or, you're not Texas, but, like... I thought you meant they went so far north they saw snow and went, this isn't Africa. No. <laughs> you lying They cunt. didn't go somewhere where <laughs> slavery was still... Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. It, you so know, they went to the. Um, they went to where it would have been a debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on August 26th, the U.S. brig Washington found the ship while it was anchored off the tip of Long Island. So, yeah, sorry, they went to Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, the naval officer had seized the Amistad and put the Africans back in chains, escorting them to Connecticut, where they would claim salvage rights to the ship and its human cargo. Okay. But then there was a court battle, obviously, like in the movie, where they were charged with murder and piracy. And, uh, that's, yeah, then that's what happened. It's funny how piracy back then used to be, like, stealing a ship and throwing someone up. Now it's just, like, copying a VHS from one onto another. Do you know what I mean? You're done for piracy. When I hear piracy, I just think, oh, someone watched Top Gun illegally. <laughs> but what's what's pretty badass, though, is in ni- 1841, so it took him a few years, Sink and the other 34 surviving Africans of the Amistad. Some had died uh, at sea or in prison awaiting trial. They sailed from New York aboard a ship called the Gentleman, accompanied by several Christian missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get their hooks into them right before they get home. And they went back to Africa. And they went back. So they got off the court case then? Yeah, they got off. Amazing. That's good. I just assume people knew that because of the movie. And it was Judge Jody. They just had to fuck, and that was it. <laughs> Judge Jody. <laughs> you put your penis in his mouth. <laughs> I sentence you <laughs> to a 20-minute room job. <laughs> oh, Jody, why do you always have the... Jody gives... Jody, what about the mandatory minimum? It's a kiss on the cheek. Oh, no, I don't. I, I give harsh sentences. You're in your cell. The lawyer comes in and goes, look, 
You're looking at one in the ass, at least. <laughs> it depends what mood Jody's in. <laughs> but, but Saturn is rising and he gets very strange around this. Lick around his nipples yeah. while I eat my ice cream. <laughs> Judge Jody gives harsh sentences. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they killed him, and they didn't have to. I mean, they st- they didn't, you know, they didn't get sentenced to life in prison. Those two cheeky men with the sat nav. I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> well, they knew. The thing is, in their defense, they knew that if they take him back to Africa, it's not it's not like they can just start a new life. I'm sure they're getting fucking battered to death. Yeah, and deservedly so. Deservedly, but. From their perspective, <laughs> yes, of course, right? their priority is me. You know what I mean? I, 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 yes, I, I, everyone's I, priority yeah. is themselves. So he went, right, yeah, uh, to Nigeria. Whoop. It is funny, though. Eddie, with selfish action, do you always take the side of like, well, I get where they were yeah. coming from because they wanted to look out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yes, that is, that is how it works. <laughs> Fucking hell. When they got back to Boston, they must have been like, Right, there's going to be a moment they're going to get really angry when they realize it's horrendous. I think about the amount of sharks and stuff. Guys, we have some good news and some bad news, okay? The good news is we're near shore. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get to go home. Now, the bad news is we tricked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good news is we've tricked you. That's good for us, but, you know. Yeah. Fucking hell. Okay. Couple great inventions in 1839. Mm-hmm. This lady I found out about blew my mind. Josephine Cochran was born. Mm-hmm. And she was the inventor of the first commercially successful dishwasher. Nice. Don't you love that a woman invented mm-hmm. the dishwasher? And I mean that because, you know, at that time, they don't get to work. They're at home washing the dishes. This lady, her husband was fucking dead. Her husband had died. She's in a fucking hole. Life sucks. It's hard. She has this idea. I want to invent a machine that washes the dishes. So that we don't have to wash the fucking dishes. Thing is, you don't see dishwashers in anything until like... 70s movies. No, the 50s. The 50s are yeah, when they uh, came into homes. Ah, but where were they before then? Just Restaurants. So nice. industrial sized dishwashers. Oh, okay. Brilliant. She died in 1913. And before she was dead, she, she had a good go mm-hmm. of selling her dishwashers to like places that are washing a bunch of dishes. Yeah. It took her dream was always for dishwashers to be in every home, like for housewives. Was that was her, you know, but. That wasn't possible because I assumed, you know, most houses didn't have hot water at the time, you know, electricity. So, but in a lot of restaurants and industrial places where they need to wash a bunch of dishes, Mm -hmm. she made a go of it and like fucking crazy. Amazing. She'd had enough. And that's a good invention. That's an invention. invention. I I appreciate that more than a silicon chip, you know. Yeah. Just like, I want to, and she wasn't even an engineer. She had the idea that had to, she found someone who mm. knew the specifics, how to design it and got this dude and they teamed mm-hmm. up and he was her first employee, but she was the boss bitch. Nice. In charge. Yeah, that's brilliant. She died 
of a stroke or exhaustion. You That's know. weird. I know exhaustion. Surely the dishwasher was meant to take. I know, off I know. The... You would have hoped. Yeah. What? She was working hard. She was seventy-four. I don't know about... No one's ever says now that you die of exhaustion. I feel like no. that's an old-timey thing. Well, I think because you had to, like, walk for miles, and you know, it was just a genuine <laughs> thing of, like, I've had enough. She lived to be... 74 is not bad for 1839. Yeah. Well, being born in 1839. Yeah, yeah, not bad at I mean. all. But she said, though, near the end of her life, she admitted that if she knew all she knew today, she might not have ventured to innovate the dishwasher... Due to all of the hassles. However, she's (laughs) glad that she did. Yeah. And here she is, hundreds of years later, being paid homage to on the world's best history podcast. Premier history destination. Did you see all those abusive comments we got from Dan Carlin fans? No. It's quite funny. You saw him, J.D.? I have, yeah. And also, like, Dan Carlin is, like, the number one search like tag that we come up on so it seems to attract them yeah we've had a load of dan carlin fans were like writing on our videos going i've listened to dan carlin for 10 years i've never heard of these two fucking bums <laughs> listen are we newer to the arena than dan carlin yeah. yes is he more informed than we are no. possibly pretend i don't know i wouldn't want to like, he wouldn't want to have a quiz off if we had a quiz and jody got to write all the questions we'd mm. beat him yeah, what's the minimum <laughs> sentence if you commit a burglary in Judge Jordy's court? Yeah, yeah. Is it licking the nipple? No, it's a, a kiss on the butthole. <laughs> That's what we'd get. Um, but no, they were very angry, very angry with us. For uh... like Dan Carlin's been like going longer than you guys have, like yeah, taking taking it all very very literally. Well, what's funny? Yeah, they said one guy went. Dan Carlin's going way longer than you guys. And it's like. I think you're missing the... I don't think that's the problem, you know? I think the fact that we know absolutely fucking nothing and he's... Way, it's, it's not the length of what yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. doing. It's, it's every second of what we've been doing compared to him. <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> but they got so angry. I didn't know there was, like, history fans, like fans of historians. And now we're in that world. <laughs> Not doing well within it. We're doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm yeah, sure garnering respect. There's at least you know people who go, oh, the year has come out. May as well put it on. <laughs> <laughs> or it starts playing, and you're driving and you can't change it. <laughs> Either way, whatever you know, we're like uh, homes under the hammer or something. It's on. <laughs> not true. We're great. We have a cult. Do write in with uh, fitness advice, please, because I want to know why I'm getting heavier. Also, keep sharing my special, the Red Richardson special, on YouTube. Numbers are slowing. Get it back out there. Thank you. Okay. I got an uplifting one for you. Yeah. In 1839, a disastrous cyclone hits India with terrible winds and a giant 40-foot storm surge wiping out the port city of Karinga. And 300,000 people died. That's 109-11s. Yeah. In one day. Jesus. What would that have looked like as well? Are you just being smashed around, I assume? That's just a wave taking out a city of us. If we're cycling hits now, <clears throat> the chances are I die because I, you know, but I'd end up like smashing 
head first into Jody. Do you know what I mean? Just whack into his ball sack or something. I think my last moments would just be getting slammed against the door and I'd choke on Jody's What's nuts. funny is for you, it's your worst last moment imaginable. But for Jody, it's how he wants to die. <laughs> just just having just having our heads slam into his balls. Into he's his like, balls. <laughs> he's like oh, Jody's just jizzed on me in the cyclone. <laughs> Judge Jody has declared <laughs> Death by jizz. <laughs> My most extreme sentence. But, um, for the, only for the most serious <laughs> offenders. What would happen though? Would you, <laughs> if when what cyclone just rips you around, smashes you? I also think it's just drown. People just drown because they we like eighteen thirty nine India. They didn't have like houses. They didn't need mm. houses with like thick walls and shit. So you're, yeah. they're in huts and fuck it. They're in like you know mud huts. They're getting wiped away, fuck. walked away. When I was in Thailand, I walked up in the hotel and I walked down to the beach and there's a sign that just says "Tsunami Escape Room." And I was like, why, "Why have you built a hotel here if you need a sign that says that?" You know. But that's how people live. Yeah. I try every year. I look up. It's at least ten when they go. Volcano erupts, killing two million, or just because we in England we don't. Everyone goes, oh, the weather's crap. It's always oh, a bit grey for you. I'm just you all know. about not living near the coast. How about have six months of heat, but once every four years a cyclone comes and takes your fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's the trade off. That's the trade off to a tropical climate. Yeah, hot town. Who cares about your town when you're being spun at three hundred miles an hour <laughs> into Jody's cock? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta wish for a bit of grey and drizzle then, don't you? <laughs> but it is Yeah, it is crazy. The 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 scale of death in human history. Oh, well everyone. That we just <laughs> yeah. Everybody's dead. It is weird. I was thinking about the other day and I really hope it just stops. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to risk there being another thing. Like if there's another thing that's good. But the risk is too hard. So if I had to choose, you go, there's another thing, but you don't know what it is, or it just stops. I'd just go for stopping. Right. I don't want to turn out like ISIS were right, you know, or something, and <laughs> like, fucking hell. Well, I was reading about this year, and we couldn't really cover it as a year, because not, mm. not, a, not nothing happened, except... Mm. In f- the you know the universally like worst year to be alive in human history is five thirty six. Yeah, we've tried to we thought about doing it, but no one no no one's there with any reports. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone's just going ah. Two, vol- two volcanoes <laughs> erupted, they think, and just everybody starved. Fucking hell! You know that's like fifteen hundred years ago, which seems like oh that's so long ago. But again, my grandma, I've said this, but my grandma's one hundred and four. That's 15 grandma lifetimes ago. That's 15. If a baby was born on the day a 100-year-old died 15 times. Mm, and they stopped. Over 15 of those ago, all of humanity was starving to death because the fucking earth was covered in a volcanic ash cloud. Horrible. Starving is another word like piracy, where now it just means that I'm starving. Yeah, here. Yeah, here. Go to Yemen, oh, they're yeah, like, yeah, of course. I'm starving. But here, like, we're just like, I'm starving. It means like you ate four hours ago, yeah. and you've had to like do some work. You've sent ten emails. <laughs> it's a, it's like having a headache. I got a brain tumor. You know, just it's it's too much. Yeah, 
just say you're hungry, maybe. We're going to end on another invention. A man who had a tragic life. Mm. William Otis. Have you heard of him? No. This is another great invention. William Otis died when he was 26. So not long after his invention. Born in 1813. Died in 1839. That's a lot of achieving if he, yeah. Died of typhoid typhoid fever Mm -hmm. in 1839. But in the meantime, he invented the steam shovel, which was the first mechanical digger. Uh. And as someone who, if they couldn't do comedy, might have to dig holes. Yeah. (laughs) I have a big appreciation (laughs) for this invention. Yeah. I think anyone who's ever dug a hole. Oh, yeah, I've dug holes before. But you would have dug more holes if not for this man. Yes, of course. Yeah, I used to work on a building site and we would build stone walls. And there was a guy called Pete, the digger driver, and he'd do the hardest stuff, and then we'd just fill up the bags with soil. Yeah. And if not for him, you would have had to dig those fucking holes. Yeah. Indeed. That's a hell of an invention, especially given that he was 26 when he died. Last week, we covered Kurt Cobain, 27. Some good songs, but you're not helping me in the yard, Kurt. Sadly to William Smith Otis... He didn't make it into the 27 Club. No, he didn't. I guess he didn't know about it because it's 1839, but he could have been in with Winehouse. Yeah, and um, Janis Joplin, Hendrix. Brian Jones. Brian Jones, who else is there? uh, Jim... Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Aaron Carter? Or was he older? I don't think he was in it. <laughs> Even if he was, he doesn't he's get to be a, in it. He's the waiter in the 27 Club. <laughs> no disrespect. No, he was like 35. Bad drug problem. Sorry, Aaron Carter. I remember when I was a kid, he was like the Justin Bieber, you know? Yeah. It is sad what happens to people. But then it's fucking weird to no, be famous. you wrong. He was 25. Who? <laughs> Aaron Carter. No. Oh, no, wait. No, because... 34. 34, yeah, that's what I thought. Imagine being washed up at that. Well, people saying you're washed up, like, hey, look at this. Because I still go, it's just getting going. I tell myself that so I don't kill myself. I long to be washed up. Yeah, because it means that you were out at sea at one point. (laughs) Yeah, all these people who sit back and say, oh, that celebrity's washed up. It's like, you've never done anything to be washed up. You have to reach a high mm. of earning a ton of fucking money and somehow making an impact on millions of people. And then you go to making less of an impact and making less money. Of course. And people look down upon you. Get, people who've never reached any high. These these yeah. peasants, these yeah. fucking peasants sit and judge people. And they oh, him. He only had a one. He was a one hit wonder. He wrote one great song. Do you know how hard it is to write one great song? Of course, of course. I could sit for a thousand years. I wouldn't write one great song. And people love it. They love that. Well, Ronnie Cray said, uh, I'd rather be a has-been than a never was. I know that's probably not his saying, and he stole it, but that's where I heard it. So that's a good one, isn't it? That is good. I'd rather be a has-been than a never was. Yeah, it's kind of like, I remember there was a guy called, um, there was a show called, Dream Team on here in the in the noughties, you wouldn't have seen it. It was about a football club, and it was like a soap opera, like Hollyoaks sort of thing. Mm. 
And there's a character called Fletch from Dream Team, and he was in like six seasons, and me and my mates used to watch it. And then one of my mates saw Fletch being the lifeguard at Hampstead Heath Ponds. Yeah. And everyone was like, <laughs> and he goes, it's probably quite a nice job. You know, what do you expect him to do after Dream Team? Become the president? Also, he might have money. He might just want to stay busy. Like, yeah, and he sits out in the sun and makes sure no one drowns. Fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's Fletch. Look at what he was like. Oh, no, what, what, he's join Michael Jackson on tour. What wait, was what was next for Dream Team? Wait, but to be clear, did you laugh that day? Of course Fletch? I did. <laughs> so, no, this is me now aware, with... dressing as Elsa for a small TV role, realizing how hard life actually is. <laughs> As a 20-year-old, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I was like, what a fucking loser. Now I'm very aware of my own life and my own limitations. Um, I'm, you know, I was saying it yesterday. I was like, the, the thin line between winning and being a loser is very small. Like, like Lewis Hamilton, Formula One champion, that's cool. But if he was slightly less good at Formula One, He'd just be really good at go-karting, which is the <laughs> lamest thing in the world. A man who's great at go-karting. So, you know, it's very, very small. That chef who was amazing at football but just didn't quite make it. People love it. They go, and there's nothing more than people go, he's a failed comedian. The joy. He tried it and he failed. They loved it. Yeah. And I didn't try. I went straight to work in HR. And I didn't fail. You know what I mean? Failed musician, people like that. Yeah. They only use the word failed in front of jobs they can never do. Yeah. And also do it because he's like, you didn't fucking try. And that's why you were a winner, because you didn't even enter the race. No. no. And on that, <laughs> we're going to go and we're going to record our Patreon episode, <laughs> which is actually only for the winners. Yes, exactly. The people who've tried hard enough to invest in us and give us minimum three pounds a month, which isn't much, and you get an extra episode of this fucking show. It's three pounds a month. It's so small. week. Uh, so patreon.com slash years pod. Check it out. There's 75p a week is what you have to pay. Thanks to our super genius patrons, Spencer, Christopher, Matthew. You know who you are. Yeah. Thanks to all our patrons. See you soon. We will see you soon. Goodbye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks to Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.